You're listening to the Scott Radley Show podcast on 900 CHML. Uh, City Council voting to pass a budget that was reduced. It was supposed to be 6.7%. That's what it came into the day as. Got down to 5.85%. And then uh, the votes. In the end, uh, voting yes on the budget, Andrea Horvath, Maureen Wilson, Cameron Kretsch, Narinder Nan, Tammy Wang, Esther Paul, John Paul Danko, Craig Kassar, Alex Wilson, and Ted McMeekin voting no on the budget, Matt Francis, Tom Jackson, Brad Clark, Jeff Beattie, Mark Tattison, and Mike Spadafora. One of the people who you just heard his name there, he voted yes ultimately on this one, but I know leading into this that there had been question. He was saying anyway that he had been uncertain about where he was going to go on this. Uh, Ward 8 Councillor John Paul Danko, who joins me now. Councillor, thank you for this. Hey, Scott. Thanks for having me. So uh, maybe a month ago, three weeks ago, whatever it was, you and I chatted, and uh, you at that time had said you really were uncertain where you were going to go on this budget. You really weren't sure if you could support it. You ultimately voted yes. What made you decide that was the way to go? I was undecided, and a number of my colleagues were also undecided up until about 1.30 yesterday afternoon. Um, so I think what, what was different about this budget for me than the previous ones is before we would start at a number, and then we would work as a council to, to reduce that number, reduce that number, and we would get to a final budget that was uh, lower than where we started. And this budget, it was going the opposite direction. We started at 5.4%, we reduced it a bit, and then somebody would add something, and all of a sudden it would be 6%, and then 65 And we ended up at seven and a, seven point, sorry, 6.7%, uh, which was, as of yesterday, the budget that we would have passed. And, and I think a lot of my colleagues were feeling the exact same thing as me, that hearing from the residents um, that a 6.7% tax increase was just way too much, um, that it wasn't going to be accepted by residents. Um, so, you know, we really had to sharpen the pencil. Uh, and, and through Mayor Horvath's leadership, uh, we were able to work with staff, and, and, and she was able to identify an additional $10 million uh, that was cut from the budget today. And that was, uh, I think, enough to get us down below 6% to 5.8. That gave us uh, enough of a confidence that there is some financial responsibility here and um, be able to pass a budget that, uh, that we've, you know, we're not obviously happy about that level of tax increase, but that it's in line with inflation and it does include some really important services. One of the things that could have happened today, when I look at the final vote, uh, it was 10 to 6. However, you had been undecided, and I know that uh, a few weeks ago, Esther Pauls had also said really not leaning towards voting yes. If the two of you had voted no, it would have been 8-8, eight, eight, which would have been a defeated budget. I don't think that's ever happened in the city of Hamilton before. It was that close to this being into new territory. It's really unprecedented to, to have anything besides a unanimous budget because we've spent months uh, on this budget process working to this point. Uh, so usually by this point, there's unanimity around council that, yes, we all support the budget and, uh, you know, it's going to pass almost unanimous, if not unanimous. Like I said, this was a very different scenario where even today, uh, some councillors were adding additional tax increase items uh, or, or attempting to, uh, to the budget. Thankfully, those were voted down. Um, and, and I think that was the question for me, uh, you know, in, in speaking to a number of my colleagues, like I said, as of yesterday afternoon, this budget would have failed in its entirety. Thankfully, the mayor was able to step in and, 
you know, through her leadership, uh, provide some uh, course forward that uh, ultimately was uh, was supported. That said, um, 5.85 is still much higher than it's been for a long, long time. Uh, does this now become the norm? Does this become the thing that we get used to or even higher? I know that one of your colleagues, Cameron Kretsch, uh, was on Twitter before the budget came out and it was a long string. But one of the things is I think we will miss out on bold investments to address our changing climate, to improve transit substantially and create new services to provide supports to those living without housing, food and water. But there's next year and the year after that, that, I mean, that's a, that almost sounds like get ready because we didn't get to spend a lot now, but that's what I'm reading it, that we can do that next year or the year after. Is this now the norm? Uh, that That's my concern. And I think looking forward, uh, when we're seeing some of the provincial downloading, we're seeing some of the pressures, um, in particular areas like asset management and infrastructure, where there are enormous budget pressures coming. Um, you know, my biggest concern is that, and, and this was shared today as well, that future years are going to be, you know, instead of starting at two, three percent, we'll be starting at you know five point eight, five point nine, um, and and that becomes the norm. And and I think that's not acceptable for me. I think that's not acceptable for uh, I hope the majority of council. Um, but I, I think you know it, it takes some time to kind of as a new council really understand what your priorities and your strategic directions are. We're working on that now. And I'm hopeful that future budgets, there'll be a little bit more um, balance between, well, this is the thing that we want to do, we think it's right, and the ability of taxpayers to pay, uh, you know, for those uh, services. Because in Hamilton, that is one of the biggest uh, issues that we have is that uh, income uh, rates in Hamilton are lower than our comparators. And, you know, we really do have to consider the ability of our residents to actually pay these increases uh, because at the end of the day, they're the ones that uh, that are, you know, faced with the bill. Well, and thank you for saying that because one of the things that's, that I think seems to get lost in this is when somebody says, well, it's just $300 per household, what this increase is, that's fine, but it's not in a vacuum. That's not just, it's not like we have a $1,000 tax and we're adding 300 this year and then we go back to where we were. That 300 is added to the money that was added last year, and then next year will be added to that 300 again. So it's not, saying it's just 300 is, is not really fair. It's not really accurate to what people are being tagged with. No, it's not. And it's also the number of employees that are added. Uh, so I think today we added more than 45 full-time staff members. As Councillor Francis pointed out, that's more full-time uh, staff members than all of last term added to the budget. Um, you know, and, and once those are employees are employed by the city of Hamilton, they're unionized and, you know, they, they just carry over from year to year. So when we're adding staff, when we're adding those rates, and it is, it is um, misleading when you're only looking at, oh, well, you know, for the average household, it's only, you know, this much of an increase. But then next year is an increase, and the year after that's an increase, and that's that's where it it becomes a cumulative effect. And at the end of the day, if you're a senior on a fixed income, you know an increase of three hundred dollars can mean that you're going to be able to remain in your house or not. Well, and again, that three hundred dollars for this year may not be a thing, but you're you've got a four year term. At this rate, that's twelve hundred four years from now. That means the the increase is twelve hundred dollars a year. Now you're getting into real money. Yeah, and, and again, I, I think that's 
for some of us, that's that's our biggest concern is that we're kind of setting the new normal. And and I would feel a lot better about this budget if I didn't think that future years were going to be um, as high or, or or if not more. But the fact is that the challenges that we're facing as a city right now with housing and homelessness, we just had a report that, uh, you know, to, to address housing and homelessness would cost an extra, I think it was uh, 30 to $60 million a year. Um, all of those pressures are still there next year, along with provincial downloading, along with new pressures that we might not even know about now. Um, and, and the fact is, is, you know, the taxpayers are at their limit right now that, you know, they can't afford to put gas in the car. They can't afford groceries. Um, and then adding on to that, I, I think we need a little bit more um, you know, consideration of, of what this means to the taxpayers that pay our salaries. It is uh, 5.85%. As I say, it works out to about $260 this year. But keep in mind, that's uh, that's that's a cumulative thing now. That will keep building. Uh, John Paul Danka, Ward 8 Counselor, thanks for doing this today. Really appreciate it. Anytime. Thanks for having me. The Scott Radley Show. Weekday evenings from 6 to 8 on 900 CHML.